Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. This is our last show before the big game on Sunday. And I am very excited to be joined today by Rams beat reporter for The Athletic, Jordan Rodrigue, who's amazing. And I have been wanting to her to come on the show for quite some time. But when we're done, don't leave because I have a little segment that we're calling Quick Kits with Debo Samuel. Yes, all-star lineup today. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm such a huge fan of yours. Uh, I feel very cool that I get to open for Debo Samuel today. I feel like a very cool opening act right now. So this is awesome. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. This actually is a really good opening act. And I think you should always open for Debo Samuel. So we'll see if we can like make this a thing. Um, so big game on Sunday. I don't know if you heard. Rams are playing the Bengals in the Super Bowl. I've heard something about that. Yes, it seems like kind of a big deal. (laughs) Um, Obviously, you've had a big week, and you've had quite the season covering this team. So if you can kind of just take us back, you can remember back to training camp. When you looked at this team, the superstars they had, then they have the trade deadline, and they get OBJ, they get Von Miller. When you look at kind of what they've done, did you feel this was where they were headed? You know, they were in still such a build mode in mm-hmm. training camp. And you saw the excitement, and they returned, like, such a, a star-powered defense, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, even before bringing in Von Miller. Mm-hmm. And guys were feeling good and healthy. But at the same time, there were so many questions about the offense, right? Mm-hmm. And they were still evolving it and building it. And you you would see Matthew Stafford, the Rams traded for in January. You'd see him and Sean McVay, Kevin O'Connell, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. You'd see them stand out on the practice fields long after practice was over. Guys had hit the shower and they would just be literally diagramming things in their hands. They would be talking and communicating. You know, Sean McVay would have his little play sheet, his little notebook out. Uh And you could really see that they were troubleshooting this thing. And and that was, to me, really interesting because this was a team that was was learning what they could be. They were learning Mm -hmm. about their potential, and they continued to try to learn about their potential, I think, through the first part of the season. It was Mm -hmm. so explosive in the first part of the season with especially all eyes on Matthew Stafford and how Mm -hmm. he would do in this new offense and how they would push the Sean McVay system forward. And you saw they were were explosive. They were using a lot of things, you know, out of dropback sets and empty, and they were still using a little play action like Sean always does and mm-hmm. as you know very well covering yes. Kyle Shanahan <laughs> yes. um, that tree <laughs> the tree is alive and well people yeah, yeah. but but they were also um, troubleshooting in real time what works mm-hmm. what doesn't work what does Matthew like what does Sean like how can we combine those things that was the beginning of it that you saw mm-hmm. in training camp and you didn't know what they would be you also saw some really cool stuff oh I'm sure yeah, it was really <laughs> neat some of the, the arm angles and the no look passes I remember staring down the barrel of the first no look pass I've ever seen in person oh, standing cool in the back corner of the end zone and I yelled a word that I shouldn't have been yelling as a media member in attendance. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, we won't tell and I think that that's just fantastic. It's, you know, it's funny. You bring that up though and I think it's worth talking about. You know, we are media members, but we're sports fans. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you see something cool and you, you kind of got to... It was very cool. You acknowledge it. <laughs> it was very, very <laughs> so cool. that's totally fine. Yeah. The big game is finally here as we hit Super Sunday with the last game of the football season. As always, Bet Online has you covered. From odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, 
Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Head to the Bet Online today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get you started. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. So speaking, Matthew Stafford, I'm obviously much to talk about there. They make the trade. They just, Jared Goff and McVay, the relationship clearly had disintegrated and they felt they could only get so far with Jared Goff. Matthew Stafford comes in. Has he exceeded expectations? Is he what you thought he would be? You know, sometime around October, uh, I asked Sean McVay that mm-hmm. very question, and he said he's actually better than we thought we would, he would be. He said, mm-hmm. I knew he was going to be good, mm-hmm. didn't know he was going to be this good. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you know, they hit the streaky period in November, and they have to really battle through some of their own self-created adversity at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But as we look over what Matthew Stafford has been able to do with the Rams um, over the entire course of this very, very long, historically long season, yes. <laughs> um, where I cannot believe it's been over a year at this point since they traded for him. Mm -hmm. Time has no meaning, apparently, anymore. No, none. (laughs) Um, And you you look at not just what he's produced. They they were one of the most explosive offenses consistently through the entire season. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, he has played in the postseason just really exceptional football. Mm -hmm. He has been the fourth quarter guy who they dreamed he would be. He has done all of those things, and and statistically he's done what they've expected him to be. But I think where the real difference is made here is the, the main problem that Sean McVay had in continuing to work this offense with Jared Goff mm-hmm. who and the frustrations that compounded into the disintegration of their personal or excuse me their professional relationship mm-hmm. not necessarily their personal one mm-hmm. was that there a ceiling had been established and they never felt that they could break through again mm-hmm. um, that 2018 season was remarkable and Jared deserves a lot of credit for that mm-hmm. but they never felt that they could break through and go past that point mm-hmm. again with things as structured as they, as they were but part of that was the system too and mm-hmm. part of that was Sean McVay needing to combat, combine and collaborate with a quarterback who's a veteran who could do all types of things with his mm-hmm. arm angles and shoulders, the things he does with his eyes, and, and also with uh, the, the post-snap processing and the multiplicity that he lends to an offense. You needed to push forward and you needed to design new things that defenses were not wise to anymore. Jared Goff and the Rams offense had gotten solved. That wasn't just Jared Goff. It was also Sean McVay. But you couldn't push the limits anymore. You couldn't push further. You couldn't break through again with Jared Goff at quarterback. You had to go back and, as, as I always say, covering this team, you had to go create a catalyst in that regard. Their catalyst was Matthew Stafford. That's a really great way to put that, and I'm really glad that you said that because you're right, it wasn't just Jared Goff. And oftentimes in this league, it all falls on the quarterback. Yeah. Everything's the quarterback's fault. Is We see that on the team I cover all the time. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, you you know that dialogue. The 49ers make good. a mistake on defense, and half of Twitter is like, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh my God, Jimmy Garoppolo's not even he sneezed at the yeah, wrong time. Exactly. Well, he, a ripple effect. he knows the defense. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but it, and sometimes it is the combination, and sometimes a change needs to be made because the relationship has gone as far as it could go. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really glad that you said that and put that that way because I think that's an important distinction, and I think that's something that people should listen to, fans should listen to, Fortnite's fans. If you're listening, just throwing it out there. Sometimes it's healthy to move on. Sometimes for everybody. It's, sometimes it's healthy to move on for everybody. It's also. Jordan dropping some really good relationship advice here. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I, this is good, actually. I This is uh, this is some yeah. this is useful. We've yeah. gone from the Rams to relationships, and now it is dating with Jordan Rodriguez. <laughs> you need your tea. Where's, yeah, your, where's exactly. your cup of tea? We need yeah. tea. Like, this is totally a whole new podcast now. <laughs> What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. 
And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all of the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Want to make some money? How about you invest in an exciting asset that's outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for 25 years? I'm talking about art. Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up. Get priority access with our unique promo. Log on to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe. B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Okay, so Robert Woods have an, an incredible season. Goes down with the ACL injury. Heartbreaking. They bring in OBJ. I have a question about this because when they brought him in, one of my things was there is a lot. there are a lot of egos on this team now. And I'm yeah. not saying that these guys have egos. I'm just saying you have a lot of elite football players yeah. on one football team. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it does not. Was there ever a concern? And how has Odell Beckham really just ingratiated himself? Because it seems to have been a pretty seamless transition. Yeah, and you know what? They never had a reason to be concerned about him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of it. I think when you go into a new environment and there's, there's all of these misconceptions maybe about you and there's mm-hmm. past drama and there's past again god we're getting into relationships again yeah right? here we go like, here we go again here we go again this has turned into a dating <laughs> and super bowl podcast <laughs> but it, but it really is like uh, sean mcveigh what he's really really good at and that entire building top down in that organization what they're really good at is meeting people where they're at mm-hmm. and it's a very sort of come as you are environment it's mm-hmm. it's very football obsessed as you know you cover yeah. a similar one mm-hmm. um and, and it's very um evolving obsessed it's very learning obsessed it's very troubleshooting obsessed Mm -hmm. and if you are into doing those things and you want to do those things they'll figure you out for who you are along the way right and I think that that was first one of the most important things because you know it was very clear they're like you know you're going to hear a lot of talk about this in the media you're going to hear a lot of questions about are you concerned are you concerned but what really matters is what we're doing in this building right here. And Robert mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know Odell Beckham is is on the phone with the Rams receivers, calling and making sure they are okay that he mm-hmm. signs with the Rams, expressing to them he wants to sign with the Rams. He called them the morning of the signing, and he asked them, "Are you okay with me coming in here? I understand I'm going to be the three or the four because mm-hmm. you guys are already set up." I understand that. Are you okay with me coming in? Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I get your blessing. And all the Rams receivers were like, hell yeah, man, come on down. Right. And and then <laughs> obviously it's really sad that, you know, then Robert hurts mm-hmm. his, t- uh, tears his ACL literally a day later after they agreed to terms. Um, and so then he is 
forced into a position where now you have to step up. You have mm -hmm. to make sure that you're working your way into that offense, that you're um, doing all of the little things behind the scenes, not to replace Robert Woods, but to do a lot of things um, by committee, that entire group, mm -hmm. in order to sort of make up for the fact that you don't have one of your best, uh, your best receivers on the field. But he did those things. And I mm -hmm. think the coaches, I mean, Sean McVay has called him a joy to coach because mm -hmm. he really, he wants to be coached. And that's kind of uh, indicative of how they are with the building in general. I mean, mm -hmm. they already had a lot of big personalities before they Vaughn. Did. Like before Vaughn and Odell got there, they already had a t Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the same defense. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, you know, stalwart left tackle, Andrew Whitworth on the mm -hmm. other side. You've got Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and guys who are names, guys mm -hmm. who even if the public doesn't necessarily know a lot about them, the NFL knows a lot about them. You know who they are. Exactly. You say those names, everybody knows who's, who they are. Even the most casual fan like knows they exist. Yeah. And that, that says a lot. Exactly. And and they, they've never had an issue with all of those guys existing quite happily and also producing something rather cool and, mm -hmm. and very, very positive in terms of win-loss and, and success. Um, they've not had an issue with it. And again, it goes back to what I sort of described. Everybody is, that, that culture, once you are established long enough, and again, you know this because mm -hmm. of where you, the team you cover, once you have that and you've established that consistent consistency and you know your identity as a team and you mm -hmm. can do that sustainably without fear of being punished for failing mm -hmm. year over year over year, that thing, that culture becomes living. It becomes animate. It sort mm -hmm. of wraps around people who come in and it, it expresses itself to them and then they become a part of it. And I think that that's one of the most interesting things that we're seeing right now is they're, these guys are all friends. They all right. like each other. And mm -hmm. then they all go out there and they go to work for each other. And it's very, very cool to see. I love what you just said, year after year, being able to, be, to fail without being punished. And I think that's so important because bad football teams stay bad when every year they're changing coaches. Yeah. Every two years they're changing coaches. That's how bad football teams stay bad. And, you know, we've seen it in San Francisco. There was a lot of the show. It was Kyle Shanahan on the hot seat. No, he is yeah. absolutely not on the hot seat. Imagine firing him when all that was happening. Because I remember we, uh -huh. I was looking at all the pieces and everything. Mm -hmm. Imagine where they wouldn't have been or what they what would have mm -hmm. happened if, if they would have just pulled the trigger right there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. We're going to take a very quick break to hear from our sponsor. And then I have more Sean McVay questions. Okay, Jordan, in the NFC Championship game, the Rams won, so it worked out. One could make the argument Sean McVay had a little bit of a meltdown there with about 10 minutes left in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> what, what challenges? What timeouts? <laughs> Chall yeah. I was like, I remember tweeting, like, the Rams are out of timeouts. There are <laughs> 10 minutes and one second left in this game. Um, all signs pointed to the 49ers winning that, but whatever. Onward and upward we go. They didn't. Uh, but he did have a, he had a little bit of a meltdown in that game. Is that something do you expect to see that Sunday or do you think that's like Kyle Shanahan related, which is like such an unfair question, but I'm asking it anyway. But, the, but these guys, I mean, something weird always happens. Always. And, and, always. and the 49ers, I think the 49ers have had obviously a right to understand like that they've owned this matchup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but that's the thing. Like this is an outlier team. Outlier mm -hmm. teams make the Super Bowl. Outlier teams can win the Super Bowl. And the Rams this year are an outlier team in that regard. And so, you know, you, every, you know, repeat, 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 repeat. Something mm -hmm. has to break at some point, right. right? And the Rams, I think part of it not only was, you know, they they totally redesigned their defensive scheme for one week and one week only mm -hmm. specifically for this game mm -hmm. um, to great effect for the first time in, in quite yeah, a while. Quite some time. Um, and then and then that was so that's something to applaud. But then on the other side, Sean McVay is like, oh, 
things aren't weird enough. Yeah, let's make this weird. Let's make this. And again, but they they traded weird moments, like the punt that was heard around the world, and and the run stop, the the Eric Weddle run stop that sort of led to that decision making Uh process. Um, It's it's almost like they 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 had to out weird each other a little bit. Right. I I, I do criticize Sean a lot for his conservatism on fourth downs Mm -hmm. um, because I think that he is so progressive uh, in terms of football in in so many other ways. Mm -hmm. And he has such a a unique mind, I think. And and many, you know, I think many people would agree. But it's just right there where it kind of he hits the wall a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that I'm interested to see every margin, every leverage, every point two five of a point uh, of advantage will be so crucial in a game like this where everything matters mm-hmm. and it was really interesting to see because the, the Rams set up everything as, as their best defensive game plan of the year first uh-huh. of all mm-hmm. um, it was their best defensive performance of the year considering the circumstances and the stakes also mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Stafford did what he needed to do mm-hmm. uh, and the, the Rams run game in the first half did what it needed to do where it hadn't in so many ways through the, mm-hmm. the other matchups and you know, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham did it, everything was fine. Everything was everything good. Everything was fine. And and that's where I get concerned is is because it, and I think I would hope and I think mm-hmm. he did learn a lesson from it and I would hope that he did because it goes to show that in this sport where so many plays happen and so many mm-hmm. moments happen, you can have perfect conditions or or you can be in your A plus plan mm-hmm. and human error can still wreck it all. Much like relationships. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, she's got something cooking. I could see it in her eyes. We're right going now. back to yeah. <laughs> But it's true. And that is the thing with football too, is that people get mad on a play and they blame one player, but there's so many things that can happen. But you're right, and there was a situation where human error almost almost brought Ooh. it all crumbling down. <laughs> it got weird for a moment. It man. got it got weird. Okay, so let's talk about Sunday where I think the Rams are probably hoping it doesn't get weird, but where the rest of us are kind of hoping it does because yeah. that's just more fun <laughs> for all of us. But let's talk about how the Rams match up against the Bengals. Obviously, you have probably one of the best defensive lines in the league against maybe one of the worst <laughs> offensive lines in the league. And we've saw Joe Burrow get sacked like a gazillion times. Don't check those stats exactly, but basically a gazillion <laughs> fair times. Estimation. It's a yeah, fair, fair estimation. It's a fair estimation as in the playoffs. <laughs> throughout the season how do you see this one going and how do the Bengals match up against the Rams you know what I think it's I think it's kind of an insidious matchup actually mm-hmm. because yes uh, the, the defensive line is will almost certainly get after this Bengals offensive line we we probably know that to be a truth at this mm-hmm. point it probably will happen but the Bengals also have a really good quick game and the Rams are still unsteady at inside linebacker. Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan exploited this yeah. uh, every year for the last two years at least, mm-hmm. um, specifically that middle part of the field with a quick passing game. That's on film. Mm-hmm. The Bengals know that. Zach Taylor's been on the receiving end of some uh-huh. of those games. So he, he knows it too. And, mm-hmm. and the Bengals do have a quick game. They can uh, have catch and run plays. They can force the Rams' corners to tackle where they've mm-hmm. been a little bit up and down, the non-Jalen Ramsey corners. Jalen Ramsey finished the season with, like, 10 tackles for loss, which is insane for a cornerback. Mm-hmm. But all the other guys, they can try to target those guys and exploit them and try to make them tackle in the perimeter where it's been a little hit or miss, uh, no pun intended, for the Rams <laughs> this year. And so I think that you are going to see that type of a plan um, from Cincinnati if the pass rush starts to get there, not just to protect Joe Burrow for those final moments where we know he can try to just make mm-hmm. things happen, but also to, to make sure that you're sort of um, rendering that fierce pass rush almost ineffective. You're almost countering mm-hmm. it with that type of schematic uh, difference. And so this will be a really big game for Ernest Jones on the Rams side, inside mm-hmm. linebacker, who's still working his way back from the ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Another big game for Eric Weddle, who is expected to be actually calling the defensive signals for this game. Wow. Uh, six, what a difference. Few six weeks, weeks out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, wow. 
<laughs> what am I doing with my life? I know, life? right? Like, like, God, six weeks ago, I was basically doing the same thing, and I am not playing in the Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, and, and you know, Ricky Morris has to confirm that, but our, our Dan Pompey did a great story on mm-hmm. Eric Weddle earlier this week, and, and Eric told him as much. So okay. you're sitting there, and you're like, whoa, that's big. Wow. And so it'll be huge. And then also, obviously, I think, you know, because the Bengals, they do use a lot of 11 personnel, you're going to see that that too high, that shell, that roof mm-hmm. that the Rams do historically, like uh, traditionally over the last two years, like to keep over the back of the defense to limit the explosive plays. You're not going to see the game plan that they used against the 49ers. Right. But you are going to see them try to be really multiple on the back end. You're probably going to see pattern matching and a lot of different things. And I would expect Jalen Ramsey to also have quite a bit of snaps against Jamar Chase. Oh, I would imagine that that that's to me that's like the matchup I'm kind of the most excited yeah. about is the Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar Chase uh, matchup because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, before I let you go, game prediction. Oh man, I'm so bad at these. I have you to don't do you. just scores because I'm bad at scores, so I don't make people okay, do them. Okay, that's nice of you. Just like winner or loser. Yeah, I think the Rams will win. I do think they'll win. I think that they went through adversity at the right time. That mm-hmm. stretch of November that they learned how to rally from. They also had a lot of, of situations outside of their control happen to them in December in terms of, you know, a pandem- pandemic breakout in their building mm-hmm. and 32 players and coaches yeah, were God, unavailable. <laughs> and they, they repackaged their run game. They did all of these things. They adjusted where they needed to. And then they battled through a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that they have found themselves at where, where we kind of talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. They were still learning about what their potential is. Mm-hmm. This now I think they have found themselves at the right time. I am picking the Bengals mainly because I have all week and only because of (laughs) Joe Burrow, even though conventional wisdom and everything else tells me the Rams should win this game. But I have now have this new I don't bet against Joe Burrow thing going on. That's fair. He's he's a hell of a player. He is. And he's he's a difference maker. So you never know. So that is what I am going to go with, Jordan. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you guys like what you heard, and I know that you did, (laughs) please make sure to leave us a five star review and follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. We are brought to you by Bet Online. And don't leave yet because we have quick hits with Debo Samuel coming up next. (laughs) Bye, all. All right, Debo, it's good to see you. Nice to see you. Tell me first what you're doing here with uh, P&G and the Super Bowl experience. Um, So me and P&G teamed up. uh, We're having a big carnival on on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. I will be present. Um, I encourage everybody to come out, have fun. Uh, We have games, prizes, and just come out there and enjoy yourself. And we also have Super Bowl tickets you can win for 2023. Oh, Super Bowl tickets. I encourage everybody to go out and see that and to go to the Super Bowl experience because it's so much fun um, and a chance to meet Debo and get some Super Bowl tickets. You guys don't want to miss that. All right, Debo, let's talk a little football. We saw you this year throw a touchdown pass. We saw you everybody's favorite wide back, including mine. Is there any part of the game that you feel like you can be utilized in that you haven't been utilized in yet? Oh nah, I think I think I think that's a, I think that's just enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough right that's there. Enough. The QB QB one is not in your future. No no, no 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 <laughs> no chance no chance. All right, I'm sure you've talked a lot of football the last few days, so I want to talk about some fun stuff for you. As you and you were in Vegas, you're here this week. I know you're excited to go see your son. Yes. Um, what is going to be your guilty pleasure? television show you're going to catch up on in the offseason i can't even hear uh you said a television show i'm catching yes, up guilty pleasure television show you're going to catch up on. i ain't started ozark because i'm too busy moving around but the new episodes of ozark came out and i gotta i gotta watch them whenever i get back home okay and what are you very excited about doing with your son just seeing him i ain't seen him since he was born so uh, i'm just ready to get home and hold him and just look at him is that going to be what you do most of the of course of yeah. course and then you'll get back to training yes any vacation plans nah I'm not, I'm not taking him no, no, nowhere, so I'll just be at home chilling with him. 
That's awesome. All right, what else do you have planned this week that you want to tell us about? Uh, I got I got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, mostly we just the the PNG Carnival at 7:30 on Saturday. Just encourage everybody to come out. All right, 7:30 on Saturday. Don't miss it, you guys. Debo, appreciate your time. It's a pleasure as always to see you and enjoy your time with your baby. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.